Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we back on the air. Welcome to yet another episode of Carefully Reckless with your girl, Jess Hilarious. I got my sister in here again. Shay, say what up. Yo, yo, where the hoes at again? Like the hoes gonna always come to the podcast. Listen, listen, I'm gonna do story time today, although my sister is here, because this is a topic that will forever be debatable and discussed amongst us. So grab your tea, your halls, your hot toddy, your henny, whatever you want, because it's story time. Back in 2015, there were two girls, their sisters, Claremont twins, y'all know them as, Shannon and Sinead. They starred on the reality series BGC, Bad Girls Club, right? As y'all can see, they look nothing like they used to look. Now, they were beautiful girls to me, I swear. I mean, I, you know, they were beautiful brown-skinned girls. And I always make fun of them, you know, with Jess with the mess and all of that shit. I mean, because, you know, who wouldn't? But I'm just saying, they did not look the same. They had... Excellent bone structure, the nice bodies, you know. But something happened to those girls where they just felt like they weren't beautiful, had to be, because they look completely different. I'm talking about in 2015 on Bad Girls Club, if that was the last time y'all ever saw them and they walked down the street today, you would not know that that is Shannon and Sinead Claremont. And that brings me to the topic of today, body dysmorphia disorder. And I never knew that there was a name for this. My sister just brought this to my attention today, actually, you know, that this is an actual disorder that people have, because I've always said in my mind, not everybody who gets addicted to plastic surgery is doing it because they want to. They're doing it because they feel like they have to. They're doing it because there is something that they see that they don't like every time they look in the mirror, you know? That's why I wanted to cater to it, the disorder, by doing an episode on it. And um, my sister actually told me that she actually suffers with body dysmorphia disorder. I did not know that. 
Yes. So for those who don't know what body dysmorphia disorder is, I'm going to read this off of Google. It is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. Mm-hmm. That flaw can just be looking in the mirror and not seeing something that you like. Mm-hmm. So with me looking in the mirror, of course, you already know that, you know, I lost weight. And even before I gained a whole lot of weight, mm-hmm. after having three children, I looked at myself and looked at my stomach and just like, oh, my gosh, this is not what I'm used to. Of yeah. course, I had three kids back to back to back, didn't give my body any rest. So the elasticity is gone. And that is normal for most mothers. If they didn't snap back the way some people did, like, you know, you snap back, you right. know, you look good still. Thank you. But, you know, a lot of mothers go straight to surgery now. Nowadays, you know, they go straight to surgery. Like Cardi was even saying she didn't go and have lipo, but she was actually saying it right before she had this baby that she's laying on that table as soon as she had this baby so she can get back to work. A lot of people just don't do it the natural way anymore. They feel like, you know, there has to has to be a surgery right after you give birth so you can look good quicker, you know? I mean, honestly, it might be too soon for her. Mm-hmm. That's what she was saying. It's too soon. But I know women who have done that went, got right off the fucking table and went to another room and got on another fucking table. I mean, if your doctors or whomever decide they want to do that, then that's up to them. Honestly, me, I don't think that may be safe because, you know, you just lost blood from having a child, you mm-hmm. know, the placenta and all that stuff like but that. if you are uncomfortable with how you look and you have body dysmorphia disorder, then that's what it drives you to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of things that I, I still am not happy with. Yeah, I had surgery. You know, I got I had a BBL. I had my boobs done. And there are still things that I, I still feel like, no, I don't have hips. I'm not as wide enough in my hip area as I would want to be. But am I going to go back and lay on the table? No, I'm not, because I now know there are natural ways that you can make your hips spread, you know. And then also, I don't want to go lay down on the table again, and then I get up and one of my hips is bigger than the other one. I ain't trying to do that shit. Like, that happens a lot. I know. What you say? You say, it's natural ways you can get your hips, you know, wide. I said, what, fucking? (laughs) No. Fucking is not the only way you can spread them goddamn hips out. I, yo, remember the people used to say that shit like, if you get hit from the back, that'll make your butt bigger. Oh, yeah. I've been getting hit from the back for a long time, and that did not make my butt bigger oh, at all. Like, seriously, it don't matter how you do it. Then I heard somebody say, if you if you do um, reverse cowgirl, that'll widen your hips. Boy. Well, shit, I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking the wrong men, because I'm telling you, I I don't know. Uh, maybe they talking about a different reverse, because I just, it. sex never did anything to enhance my body. But they say sweet potatoes, um, eating them, sweet potatoes, yeah, potatoes, rice, sweet potatoes, especially oh, that can stuff, that goes straight to carbs. your hips. Yeah, high in carbs, which mm-hmm. is still not healthy, but I do want my damn hips. You know what I'm saying? Other things I don't like. I don't like my feet. I, I can't stand it. I, I got bunions from dad, yo. But am I going to get a bunion surgery? No, because I need to walk on stage. Monica had one. Monica had bunion surgery. Uh, John Sally, um, he's a, a basketball player. Oh, um, well, yeah. he, he retired. Yeah, he had bunion surgery. He said he was down for like six months. I don't got that kind of time. You better get Desi to roll you out on that stage, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shut up. Rolling to the stage. It's just hilarious. Yo, Making a chair like Rolling Ray. And then I was going to say, then, because you know, Ray hate me, bitch. Ray would be like, yeah, how does it feel? Talking with that motherfucking tongue. Uh, we all off topic. I know, we off topic. Let's get back on it. Let's get back on it. Okay, so what are some other things you don't like about yourself? Because I, I really didn't know that you had suffered from this disorder. I really didn't. So, I know some other celebrities that had, but we're going to get into that. What don't you like about yourself? I look in the mirror and I see that I have bags under my eyes. Mm-hmm. I literally go back and I look at my pictures from being a toddler. Mm-hmm. I looked at my kindergarten school pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, damn, I had bags under my eyes then. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm tired or whatever like that. But it's right. just like I look at it and I'm just like, damn, I'm getting older. So it's yeah. just like I, the older I get, which I'm only 35 and that's mm-hmm. not really old. Right. But I look at myself and I'm like, damn, I need some fillers right. under my eyes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I go and I start looking up fillers and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh. Do I really want to do this to myself? Right. Yes, because I feel like it will make me happy. Mm-hmm. But will it really make me happy? Right. I don't know. I look in the mirror. I have full lips already. I'm All not your fucking r- life, I'm, you've had full lips. I'm not walking lips. around with like thin mints. But then I'm just like, oh man, my lips aren't the same size. So it's just like, mm-hmm. like how your lips, your mm-hmm. lips are are full. You yeah. have full lips. Yeah. But I feel like your lips are equally the same size, top right. and bottom lip. Right. And then I look at my lips and I'm like, damn. Should I get the top lip plumped up a little bit? And mm. it's just like I, I look at the invasive fillers where mm-hmm. they actually stick the needle in your lip. And then mm. they also have like this hydro something kind of um, right. non-invasive filler where they I don't know what the fuck they do. They just put something on your lip and like shock it to make it swollen. Or so something you are like really that. doing research on different things to I perfect really, your face. And, and this is the thing. Do you think it has something to do with nowadays um, knowing that just seeing how everybody else can fix shit about them or cause like you weren't even thinking about this shit until like more recently. Like I, I would say what, like how long have you had this disorder? You feel like what years, say, a couple I'll years, say or? at least um two years, like going on two years. Okay. So is it what you see? Because that can be a form of you being conditioned to think you have to make yourself look pretty to keep up with what you see. So I feel like um it may be a combination mm-hmm. of, just looking at the internet. Right. Right. You know, looking at looking at the magazines and stuff like yeah. that. It's just like You still be looking at magazines? Yeah. Damn. While I'm in the old. market. Damn. Okay. But you don't ever buy them. You do that. Like you'll oh, look I at buy, them while you're in the line. I will buy them every once in a while. Like mm-hmm. if I see a magazine with brandy on it, I'm buying it. That's just you. Yeah. I'm just That's... like, ooh, brandy. Ooh, let me get this. Or, you know, <laughs> I I the last magazine I actually purchased was um with Meghan Markle and Harry, oh, Harry on, on there. So okay. I okay. wanted to, you know, I was just like, hmm, I wonder right. what this is about. So, and the line was moving fast. So I was like, shit, I'm going to just buy just it. Just going to have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I really wanted to read it. So, is what you see in the magazines and online and shit like that. And I, that's what, exactly what I feel like it is because, yo, you've been like, in guys' eyes and in other, that's why bitches hated on you when you were younger. You had the perfect body. You had full lips. You had like nobody. I don't know. I don't really feel like nobody was paying attention to the shit that you can consider a flaw right now. Back in the day, because everybody had flaws. It's like nobody was really focusing on perfecting themselves. Everybody seeing each other just for who the fuck they were. You know what I'm saying? And and of course, I'm not saying there were no bullying. There was no ugly people back in the day. But people weren't so conscious about being perfect and I really feel like surgery is so much more affordable today than it used to be 
and it's way more popular. You got installments you can make on your your surgeries and all that type of shit. Down payments and all. You can actually pay off your titties. You know what I'm saying? And installments and shit like that. So I feel like that's also people's drive. This disorder is like kind of fueled because you have options. They're giving yeah, you, you options. Yeah, you have options. Now you can fix this. I just seen something online where you can make yourself taller. There is a plastic surgery that they do something to your bones where like they extend what? them where you can have Where the fuck you see that at? Yo, that was on Shade Room. It was on Shade Room. Um wow. I could not believe it where I first saw that was on site. Shout out to Ra Ali. I love her on blog page. But I first seen it on site, I believe. But yes, that you can you can be made taller. So these short niggas ready to go crazy. I know Tory Lanez ready to go crazy with that Ew, shit. My God. You know? <laughs> Bitch, get some platforms like Prince. It was that. Just, yes, just please get the platforms. But yeah, you can do, you can get uh, surgery, new kneecaps. Yo, you can get, bitches is getting new chins out here. That's why I don't That's know why Natalie thing. didn't do that yet. That's another thing I was mm-hmm. looking. So they have, um, I've been looking at, about my nose. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like how my nose hooks at the end. Mm-hmm. They have another um, procedure where you don't have to get cut. It's some kind of like, like some kind of like rod or string or something like that, and they put it in your nose and they they lift, lift it. They lift mm. it, and it it just literally like it, I think it's just done under right. local right. anesthetics. Right, it's not you got you ain't got to get your your shit all cut up. Right. And- because now they're finding new ways. Like, you know, like surgery, this shit works just like technology. I see, like you see how we used to have iPods. Now it's no iPods. It's just Apple Music on your phone. Yeah. Like it evolves with all time. Combined. So like now they have non-invasive surgery and shit like that. Like everything is evolving pretty soon. You just going to go on the machine. You, don't you know the TSA machines? Right. Where you go stand in and your surgery, they, they going to have something, turn, go, turn around and you're going to be a new person. You're going to be a new person. You can be able to get out. Um, so <laughs> having this disorder has cost me a lot of money. It has cost yeah. me a lot of money. I actually was supposed to have surgery. Yeah. Back in August. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm supposed to be healing from a mommy makeover. Mm-hmm. But I spent damn near ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars for this plastic surgery company. Can I mention the name? Absolutely, you can mention the name. Yeah, aesthetics. I don't go there, so yeah. Late. Oh fucking well. They called me two weeks before my surgery, and they canceled my surgery, and they told me I can't get a refund. Mm. I spent damn near ten thousand dollars, and I kind of fault myself. Mm-hmm. I try not to fault myself because I'm just like, if I didn't have this disorder, I right. wouldn't have never been so quick to kick out the money and to be paying you know paying on this because I feel like I have to look a certain way right and I have my friends they tell me all the time they're like you know are you really going to be happy after After you get this done and I'm just like probably not because like I said I've been looking at so like my nose I'm not trying to get my shit cut in half like Patty LaBelle did like I just wanted damn your straight put out there I mean you know she did that okay (laughs) (laughs) go in my bad no it's cool shit we love you though. You are the queen. Like, Absolutely. We love you. And shit, you you ain't like it. You got it fixed. That right. is what it is. Right. Like uh, you know, right. I'm sitting there talking about getting my shit lifted with yeah. fucking strings. Yeah. Like, but you said, yeah, I ain't gonna get my shit cut in half like Patty. But um, yeah. So so for everybody out there who didn't know, yeah, Patty shit is cut in half. So that's something y'all can say to her on the meet and greet. I ain't know that you had your shit cut in half. She, she'd be like, what? But go ahead, yeah. Lord have mercy. I cannot. <laughs> so I, I I don't think that that I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I really don't know because mm-hmm. I feel like no matter 
how I look at myself in the mirror, I'm always going to find something wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't like the peak. I have a peak. I have a peak, too. But it's just like, it's, it's little things. And it's yeah. just like... You about to get peak surgery? I don't know, hairline forward surgery. So <laughs> <laughs> to bring the rest of it up, because yep. the peak will make you look bald head as fuck. Yes. Yeah, the peak. The, I don't yo, know. Like mm. I, I cut my peak off before, and that shit look dumb as fuck. When you, <laughs> you dumb as a bitch. <laughs> the ponytails look crazy, didn't they? When real you cut dumb. the peak, mm. it was looking real dumb. But it, you know, it's it's really, it's really sad. And I feel like these plastic surgery companies harp on people like myself. Mm-hmm seeing the the desperation mm-hmm. and just knowing like oh you know we could we could possibly get over yeah on this person yeah. and i know i'm not the only one that they've got absolutely over not did they have explained to you why they didn't so do your surgery said, why what did they say so um they called and they said that i have history of cva mm-hmm. cva can also be noticed as a stroke but they're two okay. different things. CVA stands for cerebral vascular accident. Okay. But stroke is stroke and CVA is CVA. But if they're related, they go hand in hand. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if they're going to put something, they need to put stroke slash yeah. CVA. Yeah. Just like something. lupus and cancer. You know what I'm saying? They have their own, you know, they're right. like their own separate entities of diseases, but they, they are still hand in hand. You know what I mean? So right. like, I feel like, you know, lupus is a type of cancer, although, you know, it's still identified as just lupus. But you had a stroke. If you love me, you'll listen to this commercial and then we'll be right back. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So in the beginning, in 2016, Mm -hmm. they noticed it as a stroke. Yeah. After I went to um, the neurologist and Mm -hmm. they did tests and stuff like that, they said, okay, we can't per se classify this as a stroke. So we're going to classify it as CVA. So they changed it from stroke to CVA. CVA. Okay. So on my on my paperwork, it mm-hmm. doesn't say stroke. It says yeah. CVA. CVA. So what what me aesthetics told me, they said, oh, you know, you can get the surgery, but you just can't get it done here because we're clinic based. Our doctors mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable performing um, performing it on you. Right. So I'm just like, okay. So now I ain't gonna lie, my anxiety has been high. Right. It's been bothering the hell out of me because it's just like. I want my money. Right. Want and your money back. it's just like. And you're supposed to get your money back. Right. And it's just like, I want my money so I can go somewhere else. So mm. I can get the shit fixed that mm. I don't like about myself. Mm. So it's not even just the, oh, I just want my money back and then I'm going to sit on it. No, I'm definitely going to go somewhere else. Because you had an agenda from the jump. Like you, right. that's why you even gave them your money. That's exactly. why you gave them your money. I do understand. So basically, bitch. You got the CVA shit. That's why they didn't want to perform it. Yeah. So what they did wrong was not give you your money back because you are entitled to a fucking refund. Exactly. Because they canceled you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, me aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gonna have some big lawsuits on your motherfucking hands because carefully reckless reaches all. Uh, it reaches a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, and I know. don't. You know, I got lawyers listening to my shit. I got a lot of people listening to my shit. Y'all better get my sister back. Cut ten thousand. But do you feel that you will go somewhere else and you will have the same fucking problem? Not non-refund. I'm talking about where they can't do it because no, of CBA. So, That's so obviously my, serious. My doctor medically cleared me. To have the surgery. To have the surgery. Because your CVA, a.k.a., you know, stroke, what they told you was a stroke, um, before was back in 2016. 2013. 2013. Yes. Okay. So... Mm. My doctor, so I even said to me, and I'm just like, hey, my doctor cleared me. And they just like, we see that the doctor cleared you because mm-hmm. I had to, I had to, um, I had to get the the medical clearance forms filled out by Ab- my doctor. Absolutely. So my doctor said, cleared okay, you. it's okay for you to do this. Mm. I haven't had any, any issues since mm-hmm. 2013. Right. But to a plastic surgeon, you know, who's not all about the money. Well, in this case, I don't fucking know because they ain't they get it back to you. They definitely all about the money. Yeah, but they would have still just did the shit. You feel me? Like, I guess they're more about your, they're about your health and their money as well. No, they're but not just about, being about they, your they're health. not about the health. They just about not wanting a death on their behalf. Okay. So it's not, okay. it's not even about me. It's just, mm-hmm. they don't want their name. I got you. Bad. Their reputation. Yeah. Well, now Which they rabies. already had people dying anyway. Well, yeah. Way. Well, why the fuck you gonna go down there, Miss CVA? Cause <laughs> I'm not happy with my. Soul. I was pressed. So I I'm was a, pressed, and yeah. then that right there goes for the body dysmorphia disorder. disorder. It's a disorder. In my mind, I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like, oh, I don't care. I could possibly die on this table, right? But I don't care. What if I don't die? I can have the body that I of want, my dreams, or yeah. what I want. Yep, you're right. That's the disorder. Because it's, it's really a disorder. You... Just knowing that I could possibly die and don't even give a fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. really a mental illness. Right. So it's like I'm I'm putting my life on the line for something that I could be sitting there wearing in my casket. Right. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, she was snatched up in that casket. 
Right, and you're not even here right, to hear it. that shit. No, know, I'm going to be on top it, like, yeah, girl, you look good in yep, that casket, yep. shorty. And, and you're going to be in heaven and all the angels going to be walking past you like, you did that shit for nothing. Because you're not going you gonna, you're not gonna to go up there with that body. God going, you're going to be up in heaven go with like, I Give her an extra large robe. Because <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have bought that shit. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Bitch, moving on. All right, so listen. I feel like there are a lot of people that you can look at in the media, famous people that we see every day that has body dysmorphia disorder, like little Kim. Nobody can possibly, possibly think that she wanted to look like that, that she wanted to go through all those changes and look like that. Black China, nobody can actually really sit here and say, not even her, you know, but that she is okay with looking the way that she was looking. She's looking better and better now. But all the shit that she had to go through, like Khloe Kardashian, Mm -hmm. nobody is going to sit here and tell me that this girl looks in the mirror without makeup and be like, this is my goal. This is what I wanted to look like. This is what I wanted. No, it's a disorder. You'll find something wrong with yourself just because, like like you just said, I never even heard you complain about your lips. Now you feel like your lips ain't right. The, the bags exactly. under your eyes. Like, now you know, all your peak, bitch. All the shit that you grew up with and you were just as beautiful as can be. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but you've developed this disorder in the last two years. I don't even think it's a disorder. And we can go get diagnosed together. And I think it's a condition because I mean, of condition. what we're seeing, you know? So- I'm a touch on something else. Like mm-hmm. I feel like my entire life mm-hmm. since I've, you know, since I've like started to sprout with just having a body and anything since being a teenager, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have always been looked at for my body. Yeah. And I felt like guys have only come at me and just talked to me and just looked at me for my body. Yeah. Wide hips, small waist, big yeah, ass. So it's just like, yes. I feel like that was my way Mm-hmm. of gaining or getting anybody's attention mm. and then i look at myself and i'm like damn it's falling apart but that's okay. what happens when you get older and you have and you have children, children. but it's just like i feel like damn like i need to get that old thing back uh-huh. because uh-huh. maybe that's why i don't have anybody or that's why i'm single yeah. or yeah. i feel like you know you know people are looking at me like uh she is you know, she, you know, she got a fupa or, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, I feel like, like I got high waist jeans on today and it's just right. like, this shit is sitting in my lap. Like looking right. at you. But Damn. you know what? Hey, yo, <laughs> not the fupa is looking at me. Yo, <laughs> I'm fucking done with you. I've become a fanny pack junkie. Yeah. Just to hide your fupa? Just, just to hide that. Mm. And it's just like, yeah. I'm not, I am not going to be happy with myself until I get it cut off yeah. and then like I said I don't know how far I'm going to go I don't want right. to when I look at the Claremont twins when I look at little Kim mm-hmm. I don't want to look like them Yeah, but it's just like but you still I want don't, to fix things too. yeah I want to fix things right. but I don't know how far I will go Yeah, like one of my homegirls just like you know she said to me, she was like, you give me little Kim vibes. Like, I don't like it. She's like, mm-hmm. are you going to be happy with yourself right. after you actually get this procedure done? I'm just like. And you really truly I'm couldn't like, give I her an answer. I'm like, I don't know. Right. I really don't know. Right. I was just like, I, w- I want to be happy, mm-hmm. but am I really going to be happy? Mm-hmm. And, and, and deep down like, inside, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not. Okay. So I feel like God works in mysterious ways. And I feel like that's why you haven't gotten your money back yet. And honestly, I don't feel like you're not going to ever get it back. I definitely feel like it's not going to come back. I feel unless like I, it's unless not, I sue. No, but yeah, and, and it's fine whether you sue or not. I feel like you're going to get it back. It's just that right now you're not in the headspace to do that. I feel like you need to, to get over some things before you get it back and just go 
give it to another doctor for them to tell you the same thing or for them to do it. And then you get up and you not even like the shit that they did. I know this, but explain to the listeners why you won't get in the gym. Why can't you just lose your stomach? Because that's all you fucking have is a stomach. So and then and people, people on the outside looking in, people see me on social media and they're like, you don't need it. You don't need it. You know, you're being lazy. You're trying to take the easy Those way are out. Those there, there are waist trainers, gyms. Like, yeah, what, what, what is your so response much. to that? So with that, I tell people all the time, you don't see what's under my clothes. Right. What's under my clothes is loose skin. Mm-hmm. My elasticity is 100% gone. Mm-hmm. It's at least like seven pounds of skin that I literally tuck inside of my clothes got you i wear a lot of leggings and stuff like that right. um with the control top or the yeah. band that makes um that basically smooths it out yeah and makes it you know it it gives off a flatter appearance or more flattering appearance mm-hmm. you know where people look at me and like oh you know what are you getting that for you like look you don't know what's you up under here until i show so somebody and then when i show people they like oh my gosh i didn't know that was under there yeah right. because it's not for you to know that it's under right there. but I just want to wear a two-piece. I got you. I want to wear a bikini. And I, I want you. I don't want my skin hanging over. Yeah. I don't want to have to tuck my skin inside of a bikini. I just want to wear a two-piece. Yeah. That's that's my ultimate goal. I literally I purchased, I don't know if you um if you ever heard of someone say, you know, they buy something knowing that they can't fit it. Yeah. And they'll say, like, this is my goal outfit or something to like that. To fit it. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to be able to fit this. I literally I bought a bikini. It's mm-hmm. a Baltimore Ravens bikini. I'm a Trash. Ravens fan, of course. Mm-hmm. You're a hater. And I bought this bikini two years ago mm-hmm. because I said, I'm going to, I'm going to get in this one day. Right. I'm going to get in this. I actually can fit it, but then it's just, the skin is in the way. Right. It's in the way. And I, I have it and it's still my gold bikini. This is what I want to, I just want to, I just want to look right in it. I don't like how my arms hang. Um, I can easily go in the gym. I can work that out. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had uh, trainers tell me different exercises that I can do to, uh, to work that out. But then at the end of it all, I'm just like, Cardi, do I really want to work it out? I need to because I ain't got no fucking money to be getting my yeah, shit cut off. But yeah. people have surgeries where they actually get the bottom of their arm, the hanky part, mm-hmm. they get it cut off. Mm. They literally have cosmetic procedures for any and everything. And I feel mm. like, I kind of feel like it's fucked up in a way because yeah. it's like these surgeons are really like taking people's money. Just yeah. capitalizing off of your insecurities. Yep. Off of people probably having the same thing this bdd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm all for getting your money like go ahead get your money do your thing but it's mm-hmm. just like at the same time like damn like these motherfuckers are really out here getting rich off right. of people hating themselves yeah and hating the way that they look when they yeah. look in the mirror right i don't i don't like myself when i look in the mirror i literally can be going to the market and i will change clothes about three times just to go to the damn market and i'm mm. literally just going to the market because I don't like how my body looks in something. And to me, that goes to when they say just because they make it in your size mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you need to. That you that can you wear, need it, to wear it. That you need to, yeah. Because I see shit on people and I'm like, why the fuck? Would you even wear that? Do you have that on? Mm-hmm. And then I look at myself and I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, I wonder if anybody else is looking at me like, why the fuck would she wear that? Right. But right. in actuality, I don't even be looking bad. But yeah, in my yeah, mind, in my mind, I'm just like, this has to change. Mm-hmm. I, I can't look like this. I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. The body dysmorphia disorder is so bad with me. Mm-hmm. I literally have dreams about plastic surgery sometimes. And you know the craziest thing about that? People will look at my sister and be like, that's the body I want. Somebody will show your picture to a doctor 
and be like, that's the body I want. I'm telling you, because you still have a small waist and you still have your hips, your ass. Like people have asked her for years, did she get her ass done? And like just certain shit, like people ask you, you know what I'm saying? And you've never had one lick of surgery, like ever. And people ask, but that is the body that people are trying to, that bitches pay for that. Like you got thick thighs, thick legs. All I want is thick legs. Like that's all I want. And then you have people with thick legs that all they want is this. So it's like what you see is not what everybody else see, but it don't matter what everybody see. It matters about how you feel about yourself. I just really, really want you to get some help with that. I did not know that you had BDD. I didn't even know that it was a disorder. You know, I learned something I new every know. day. I didn't know either until my psychiatrist talked to me about it. Right. It's not a cure for it. Yeah. There's no medication. It's, it's of just, course not. It's just therapy. Obviously. It's surgery. Yeah. It's. I mean, but like like we touched on before, mm-hmm. will surgery actually But I'm saying it? excessive surgery is like cure excessive it's like never i mean but never gonna be happy but that is what y'all feel like y'all have to do so that would be in hindsight the the cure you know what i'm saying but you'll just be curing yourself forever forever in your mind that's just what that is and be sitting there looking crazy as shit at the end of it all exactly even with you knowing that you still feel like you need it i still feel like i need it like just knowing even just looking at these celebrities, looking at the Claremont twins, looking mm-hmm. at Little Kim, I still, I'm looking at them like, oh, mm-hmm. they look crazy as shit. Like, oh mm-hmm. man, they were really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, damn, with I feel the, them though. With I'm in the, the same, same issue. I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. It's like I have the same mentality. Right. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, I don't want to, I don't want to look like them. Yeah. But I just want to be a better me. Right. And to other people, it's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. But what I see is... But to is, you, it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter what nobody else thinks because that's all you're going to see at the end of the day when you look, or throughout the day, the top of the day, whatever, when you look in the mirror. Another thing before we go, I want to say it is a disorder. And I know that it is real because these girls and these guys, we're not guys are not exempt from this shit. Guys are getting surgery too. And the thing is, they get all the surgery done, all the surgery done, for an image, right? And in their mind, you know, because they want to look better and look pretty and everything, but they also want to keep up with what they see as well. They get all this shit done, and then they do that just to take pictures and still edit the fuck out of their pictures. That is a disorder for sure. Perfect makeup, perfect body now. You made up, you done up, and you still edit the shit out of your pictures. You see a piece of fat, gotta Photoshop it. If I knew how to Photoshop, I wouldn't have bunions and no picture. You can erase them. Well, if you teach me, I, I'll do that. But the thing is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I worry about the damn bunions, girl. Them, yo, my God, yo. The bunions and the coins, they got to go. But I ain't laying down to get surgery. I need to walk. I need to walk it like I talk it. And look, on that note, I'm going to go get my sister some help as much as I can. I'm going to try to get my fucking $10,000 back. Because me, aesthetics, we coming for you, bitch. And, and like, I don't like that. I don't like that shit. Of course, I would rather them take her money than for, to do her surgery and she fucking die. But I would rather also see her get her hard-earned fucking money back, honestly. And um, I love you. I love you, too. And then it's crazy. I'm, like, a little saddened by the fact that I know that you have that shit now or whatever. But, listen, it's good to keep encouraging your family, your friends. Although it may go in one ear and out the other, they would appreciate it. You don't know what they'll hear and what will stick in their minds. So just continue to love on those who you feel have these issues. Like my sister's friend, 
she's telling her, I don't like, I don't like to hear this talk and shit. I don't like to hear that you have this issue and shit like that. Keep talking to them like that. You never know one day they may wake up from this fucking bad dream come up out of this disorder or this condition that they have. And just like that, we're going to end it. Make sure you tune in next week to Carefully Reckless and in my deepest pan voice, peace. Peace out, y'all. And pray for those who have this disorder, please. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.